Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am Nicole BZ and you know everything. You are listening to this podcast where we explore big ideas for bigger dreams. We toss it around the best in business strategy and the powerful paradigms and perspectives that push projects from possibility to powering through. I came up with a new one the other day, turning dreams into dollar dollar bills, y'all. It's funny because I, I get to work with a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds, overcoming tons of different obstacles. And something that I've heard over and over and over again is like, I want to take myself seriously. I want to take this business seriously. I want to take my dreams seriously. And in as much as this episode is called The Psychic Profit Squad. I talk a lot about money and monetizing your ideas and your creativity. I also talk a lot about how that isn't the only metric of success, that it's not all about making money. And in fact, wealth applies to all different areas of your life. And also turning dreams into dollar dollar bills is essentially what I do. I bridge that gap between your vision and reality. And I wanted to create something that felt like a touchstone, that felt like this reminder, this, this constant like compass check, if you will, because when you're building something that has never been done before, you've never done it, your people have never experienced it. Like the uncertainty is uh, contagious. Like it is compounding. I talk a lot about it in the energy leadership index. It is catabolic. It cannibalizes itself. It eats energy, but like, how can you have that certainty? How can you have predictability? How can you feel psychic in your success? You can see it even when nobody else can, you can believe in it and have faith without any proof or evidence. Otherwise, now that I've been in this business for a few years, the business of success, and regardless if that's my coaching or my investments or my partnerships, we're in the business of success. And yes, we measure that through monetary means, but ultimately what we're trying to do is create certainty in the uncertainty. And I had amazing sessions all day today and, and, and myself, I'm also working with a coach. I'm also building things I've never built before and engaging in things I've never done before. And I created this idea for this year-long program called the Psychic Profit Squad, and it absolutely started with money. I ran a video. It was incredibly popular. I got heaps and heaps of inquiries around it. It was recession-proofing your business. This was at the end of last year, depending on when you're listening to this. It is spring 2023 in the Northern Hemisphere, which would make it fall in the Southern. But so towards the end of 2022, recession was all the rage, and there's a reason I'm not afraid of a recession in my business. And it's because I use these, these regular check-ins and I went through a handful of data points for business owners. And you can do this in your personal finances as well. And I'm going to link to that video in the show notes. You can watch it. It's absolutely free. And the feedback that I got was like, this is complicated. And I think maybe I take that for granted sometimes how the energy that people have around money is very loaded. It is informed from all sorts of different places. It, we, you know, this, this idea that it is a metric unit of value lets us tell the story that if something is a certain number, you know, $2 signs, it's worth more or less than if it's five, that if people pay us, then they're saying this, that, or the other. Again, this works if you're in an employment situation or a business owning situation, or potentially your work 
is not remunerated. I think about all of the caretakers and parents out there that, I mean, are doing the hardest job on earth and they're never going to get a paycheck for it. Arguably the most important job on earth as well, raising, raising our children or keeping our people alive, right? So clearly this concept that value translates into dollars is misguided. And also like my interpretation of dollars and value is going to be very different than yours. So how do we create businesses that thrive even in really challenging economic conditions? How do we create lives that feel wealthy and abundant and prosperous, even if the dollars might not translate into a common understanding of value. That's what the Psychic Profit Squad is all about. It's it's creating this community. Oh, fuck. I meant to like look up this quote before I started. But you know that if you want to go far, go alone. If you want to go fast, go together. Something like that. <laughs> oh, man. I got really excited to do this and we're doing it. So it's like, what works best for me? Accountability. And when I, I've been in business for a long time, I got my first big girl job when I was like 19 years old. And I've watched businesses go from super small, bespoke, six employees, one employee, one owner employee to grow it to six, to grow it to 60, to grow it to 600, to grow it to thousands. I've watched, I've watched artists that no one knew who they were or could give a shit about what they do grow into worldwide living room names. So one of the things that happens in these success stories are these regular check-ins. And once success feels certain, which believe me, you can happen way before you have the evidence or proof, we start to remove a lot of the energy we have around money, around check-ins, around the stories that we tell ourselves, because we, re we realize $0 in the bank account, a giant negative balance doesn't actually mean anything. It could mean that we're about to go make a million dollars and we've had to spend a bunch of money to get there or $10 million or $100 million. It could mean that we're investing in education, that we're starting something new and investing very heavily in the development of it. The understanding like the flow, the ebb and the flow of how things move in your life and in, in your business and in what you're creating, even just the, the ebb and flow of your own ideas and birthing those ideas into reality and, and sharing those ideas with people and how you allow resources to both support you and motivate you is really what we're going to be diving into. And the last thing I want to say kind of about this container before I get into like the, the how and the why is that I want it to feel fucking fun. Like fun is my number one, closely followed by freedom. So I was thinking like, and cause this is what I do for myself at the end of every month, I have, a, I have an adult beverage or five, not adult beverages, but I've been, I've been like sharing on stories that I usually have three or four different beverages at any given moment. <laughs> there's hot tea. There's probably some cold coffee from this morning. There's water. There's probably something bubbly. There might be an adult beverage mixed up in there. It, uh, you know, I, I flow with my resources quite you know, pun intended on that one. Here we are. We're starting with like bad dad jokes. And I, I realized that in so many of the businesses that I work with, this isn't happening. There isn't this fun, free flowing process where there's this regular touch point where we get to, to share some of 
what's working, some of what's not working. And we start to set these anchors. We drop these anchors so that we can return to these, these reminders and go, oh yeah, shit's actually going really well. Or like, oh weird, that did not go ex as expected. And I'm going to try and zoom out of just the money language because for some people that's not going to be fun at all. But imagine if in a year you could have a firm understanding of the flow in your life. You know where shit's going. You know where you're headed. You know what the obstacles are. You know when you need to like start paddling really fast. And you know when you get to just ride in the intertube, as Jess Reed puts it, on the lazy river of life. You're just kind of letting that flow take you exactly where you need to go. It actually gets to be that chill and that easy. And the way that we build in that allowance is by regularly checking in. And, and I, you hear a lot of people talk about this, like swapping between right brain and left brain. And when your ego knows the last Friday of every month, I spend an hour going through everything and making sure that the bills were the correct amounts and everything's gotten paid. And I'm putting some money into savings or retirement or like goals that I have. And I don't have to worry about this outside of that one hour of every month. But in fact, I don't have to worry about this at all because this is going to be fun. I'm going to be supported. There's a whole community of people that feels really intimate and really safe where I can start to have these conversations where I don't feel shamed. I don't feel embarrassed because I don't know what I'm supposed to be asking. I don't know how to, how to build a portfolio. I don't know like even what I want to invest in or what my freaking goals are. Like I might be just getting started on this journey super duper young. And I feel like I don't, I I'm living like paycheck to paycheck, or I might be much older and, and concerned that I don't know the answers to these questions, even though I air quote shit. Right. So it's like, for me, trying to create something that actually like lets me flow. And I'm like, Ooh, how do I really want to connect with a group of people on a regular basis? And how do I want to do something that hasn't been done before for me, for my people, for the people who are kind of on the fence and most especially for anyone who wants to get into like a goal setting practice that feels really free and like there is no success or failure. This is actually just about giving yourself the support you deserve in order to turn your dreams into reality. I am feeling a little bit all over the place with this, but I'm looking at my notes and it reminds me about everything we've been through over the last few years. And I worked with a lot of businesses through the forced closures in 2020. And this is not, these are not my results of like full transparency. My, my clients get their own results. And I do think when someone is willing to work with a coach or, or get any kind of support, they're saying like, yes, I am open to opportunity. I'm open to success. And guess what? Those people tend to find more opportunities and more success. It's a, it's a buy a, what do they call that? When you like are looking for the thing and then you see it everywhere. So the people that I worked with firstly had me as a resource and secondly, were open to opportunity, committed to flowing with everything that was happening and rolling with the very hard, very unexpected punches that were being thrown their way daily. And I had multiple people experience their best financial year yet. I had multiple people pivot and try something new that 
either worked incredibly well in that moment or ended up becoming one of their cash cows in their life and in their business. And the way that we did that is we had regular check-ins. We created certainty in the uncertainty. We experimented. We tried some different things. We set some targets without knowing at all if we could hit them or not. And that taught us so much about the way they worked, about what their people needed in that moment, and about how to flow despite the biggest obstacles that may have ever been in their way. And in reflecting back on that, and then doing the, the recession proof, and also just all of the like business meetings and experience that I have the privilege of being having gone through, I remembered that in bigger business, we're having these regular financial check-ins. And I remembered the moment where I thought like, you need a you know, chief financial officer, you need a, a CPA, a chartered professional accountant. Like you need all this expertise in the room and you need people that are older and smarter than you. And what I learned through these meetings is they're literally just picking a couple numbers like revenue, expenses, EBITDA is a super popular one. But they're, they're, they're picking like two or three things and, and they're, they're saying that this is a metric for our success and we're going to keep an eye on that. That's what this container, that's what the Psychic Profit Squad is all about. It's about picking a handful of things you want to be accountable to and you want to be supported in and then working with a very, very small, intimate group where we can all learn and grow and share together. So there will be 12 regular check-ins. And we will work through the stickiness and the fear and the avoidance and the energy, the level one and two, that avoidance and victim and bullying and force and fear and gross together. Because by the end of this, it's going to feel like second nature. Oh, it's the end of the month. This is when I look at everything I wanted and how close I got to achieving them. And this is when I think about what am I going to do a little bit differently next month? to get even closer or potentially dream up even wilder experiences that I have yet to call into my immediate environment. We will obviously have a focus around profitability and numbers, but wealth translate across all areas of life. And money is a fantastic tool because it allows us a little more choice and freedom in the areas that are most important to us. So everyone is going to think through this different areas in their life, they would like to bring in more abundance, whether it's health or community and relationship, that's obviously going to be baked in. Business is personal when it's your own business, but as a professional, you are exchanging your own time and energy and expertise for value. And that is to connect you to the things that are most important in your life, to build the things that are most important in your life. I do end up working with a lot of people in a quote unquote day job because it's a fantastic way to build the art and the creativity and the freedom outside of that particular container. But if we don't know what our goals and metrics are, if we feel like there is no consistency, there's no predictability, what we're saying is we're a victim to circumstance. And I had this beautiful conversation with somebody I've been working with for three years today. Well, firstly, she is fucking kicking ass and taking names. And I asked her, like, what's the biggest shift? And what we landed on is she's not waiting for anybody else to do it for her anymore. And I think when it comes to our own level of security, however you want to define that, it can feel like the world is happening to us 
And this experience is going to show you how to find the access and agency in your own experience. So you happen to the world and the world gets to respond accordingly. Someone that I worked with also, I remember when we were working through like predictability and, and the profit calculator that I share very widely with everybody. She said, you know, I don't know. I like what happened last week was such a shock. There's no way I can predict what's going to happen next week, let alone next month. And that can feel especially true when you're just getting started in something. But here's the thing. Lots of people have been building for a really long time. And so there are benchmarks. This is what I talked a lot about in the Recession Proof Your Business resource. You can look at other industries. You can look at people who are earning a similar amount of money or who live in the same neighborhood as you or who come from the same socioeconomic background. And you can find the outliers, the people who have created something similar. Of course, no one's going to be doing it exactly the same way that you are. And with, with the way that you think and do about things, that is absolutely what makes you so special and unique. However, we can find enough models out there to create some level of predictability. And all we're doing is setting a target to see how close we get. We might miss it entirely. That's super useful information. It does not mean you succeeded or failed. If you hit the target right in the middle, first, first shot, you probably need to move that target back a little bit, right? And I won't get into goal setting theory on this one. I'm pretty sure I have another podcast on that where we talk about like you want it to feel like a stretch. You need to feel supported and like it's possible. And that's like a very, very fine line for most of us. Like what feels impossible, but also like how do like how do we dream even bigger, right? I I you know how I pull cards for these episodes, and it's I say it like that because I'm I'm getting more and more listeners that are like woo curious. I wouldn't even say they're on the woo spectrum, but what all of those different tools and modalities and frameworks offer me are just different ways of thinking about things. But for those of you who uh who are woo proud. <laughs> I pulled Knight of Swords, Lovers, and Ten of Pentacles when asking, like, what is the real takeaway here for my listeners and for people who I hope to see in the Psychic Prophet Squad? So I think those those cards are very, like, again, you can't make this shit up. I'll go through them for those of you who think tarot is completely bullshit. Totally fine. No judgment here. Knight of Swords is all about the way that you're moving. It's this embodiment of movement. And swords tends to be associated with mental energy. And the way I feel Knight of Swords is, oh shit, I can probably go so much further than I am letting myself. I'm allowing myself in this moment. I've got some fears. There's all They're always going to be there, right? We've got some constraints within which we're working, time, energy, resources, a ton of different things that might might tell us we're stuck. But this energy is like, oh no, we are crashing through those limitations. And believe me you, I do that best with accountability, with support, with connection, with people who are waiting for me to let them know, where am I at? How am I doing? Can they help? It's like exploring that nice edge kind of knowing like this, this might snap a little bit, like this is going to be sharp. This might draw blood. And is that okay? Can I be okay with that? Like, can we have a safe word? <laughs> can this hurt a little bit and still feel really fucking good? Right. And it's also like, like, I, like how I just talked about like hitting that target. 
we don't stop where we're comfortable with the Knight of Swords. Like we're, we're, we're pushing. I talk about a lot, this a lot in like crypto, like go one step further and just see what happens. And this isn't about like ego or force or bullying. This is just like, okay, this feels good. What happens if I turn it up one more notch? If I take it to an 11 and we'll see, it might be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's like, I'm now overwhelmed, exhausted. We're going back to that comfortable place. Or it might be like, oh shit. This is totally working for me. I'm going to go one step further, right? So that's like that Knight of Swords. It's like that ability, but like, you know how, I don't know, I've said this before, but like every belief is a limitation. Like when we talk about limiting beliefs, that's a redundant statement because as soon as we think it, we put a label on it, we constrain ourselves. This is like that awareness, but also this like meta concept of, well, how do I think about something or talk about something? If you've, as soon as I do that, I label it and contain it. And then it's old and it's dead. And it's like, yes. And let's play with this just a little bit more. Right. I loved pulling lovers because I immediately went to like the entity that is you in work, right? Like marrying those two, the person listening to this and absorbing like the soul being that is feeling my words as vibrations and is allowing that to expand you on numerous levels that you may be consciously or subconsciously not even aware of. Right. And also like your future self in order to get to that place that you're going, you're going to need new skills. You almost like you fake it till you become it, right? Like to, to build that dream, you're, you're going to need to become a general contractor, even though you may have never picked up a tool, like a, a hammer in your life. Right. And so like, it's like, I'm, I'm thinking almost about it, like that figure eight of like looping in this thing that has yet to be, but then acting from this place that it already exists. It's like this concept of faith, like you have to believe it in order to even be able to see it or experience it. And oftentimes we're being asked to do that before the thing has even started. Visionary is a lovely way of describing delusional. <laughs> delusional may need to be institutionalized, right? It can feel really unsafe to hold this dream and be very fucking aware of what reality looks like. And so like, like when lovers popped up, it made me think of the, the paradox, the duality, the spectrum of creation where we don't know we need to create it without that contrast of, of bringing awareness to the fact we don't have it. And that can feel really bad. It could also feel really expansive and inspiring. And it can be like the same experience that we get to now choose what side of the spectrum do we want to be on that? I don't have it. I'm jealous and envious. I'm in lack or the like, Holy shit. I fucking want that. I didn't even know that until this moment. That is so inspiring. I'm going to figure this out. And imagine having a group of people that you can, you can ride that wave with, you can swing that pendulum with, that will challenge you in those moments of this feels impossible, intimidating, comparisonitis, I can't, I should have, I'm not enough. And also honor the possibility of what could be I mean, a whole, a whole room of crazies <laughs> where you can all be delusional together. Like, yes, please. I want, I want to be in the space where I am surrounded by people pushing that edge, right? People willing to explore the doubt, but from a place of like, this is exciting because if we didn't experience this lack, we wouldn't have even had the idea 
to, to close this gap of desire and reality right now. And I, I went back to that client, like the big shift being, I'm not waiting for somebody else to do this for me. I am saying yes to success. I'm saying yes to opportunity. I'm putting myself in a place purposefully saying, I don't know exactly what I'm going to get out of this, but I know it's going to challenge me to be stronger, better, faster, more. I didn't mean to quote Kanye there, or let's go, let's go uh, Daft Punk. We were quoting Daft Punk there. Okay. This is how we integrate that future into our now is, is by bringing our desire to grow and improve to a, a container and we'll work through what that means individually to you. Lastly, 10 of pentacles, uh, pentacles is resourcing. It's, it's that purposeful soul work, like the thing that makes you feel alive. And that can be, <laughs> that can be cleaning your house and gardening. That can be running a business that changes millions and millions of lives and everything in between. You get to be totally in charge of that. And a lot of people might not even feel like they have an idea of what that is. I reckon that we have this ability to actually tune into our wildest dreams and experience them in real time in any given moment. We've just kind of like overcomplicated it. And, and again, like we've externalized it from ourselves. This is kind of that lover's energy as well. It's like internalizing the external, that paradox, right? And Pen of Pentacles is like, this is it. We've done it. It's time to reap what we've sown. It is harvest time. We are resourced. This is the end of a cycle. We get to hold that which we have been creating for so, so, so long. And I guess for anybody listening to this, if you're still listening and not interested in Psychic Profit Squad, like this isn't meant to just be an infomercial. Obviously, I want you to walk away with some really tangible next steps. That's always my goal in these, in these episodes. And watch the recession-proof your business. I don't think that's actually what I called it because you know me in titles. That sounds just very straightforward, but that walks you through a whole bunch of different metrics that you can use in your life and in your business to really measure and set targets to start measuring against in terms of the value that you're not just creating, but like calling in, like I want more, or maybe I want less. So that's going to be the first thing. The second is, is create a regular touchstone for yourself. And if you're anything like me, you'd probably talk a lot about doing this and probably let yourself off the hook more often than not in actually doing it. I'm not great at tracking data, but when I pick a very small data substat and I am accountable to somebody else, it fucking happens. And I realize I'm, I, this is where I am very unique. I don't have a lot of energy around money. I've been talking about money for 25 years. I've been connecting artists to sustainable livelihoods and having to negotiate pay, having to negotiate contracts, having to ask people for money. And what I've noticed is that the more that I do it, the easier it becomes that there's so many stories we have around money and your story is going to be wildly different than mine. And although this is the psychic profit squad, I can't read your mind when it comes to your own money story. That is something, I guess this is a little, little hint, but the, so March 20th through March 28th is when you can access the psychic profit squad at full price. There will be a coupon code, coupon code in the show notes. I also sent it out in the loop and it's in the discord container leading up to that so that you can still access 44% off. There was a 66% gift, but that has, that has gone the way of the actual sales page sales page being built out. So anyhow, there's tons of opportunities for you to get involved at whatever price point makes the most sense for you. 
I want this to be something you come back to over and over and over again. And just notice in your own day to day in terms of like next steps and takeaways, what story do you tell yourself about money? When you do you show up more powerfully when you pay a lot of money for something? Do you take better care of something that costs a lot of money? Do you perceive something as being more valuable when it costs a lot of money? Why? Where did that come from? Why is that important to you? Going through your money values, which is a worksheet that you will also gain access to in this little container. So, you know, like, yes, this is, this is about the psychic profit squad, 100%. But what, what the psychic profit squad is about is gamifying the wealth in your experience, making it fun to grow and to challenge yourself and celebrating it, celebrating it every damn step of the way, even, and especially if we're not reaching our goals, if you keep doing it, and you weren't successful, that's when you fucking prove it, my friend. Like, that's when you prove how bad you want it. It's fucking easy when things are going right. I like, I kind of joke, like, it's like, I don't really trust a relationship until I've gotten into a fight with somebody or we've had a problem because that's fucking easy, right? It's going, it's going through the tough stuff and showing yourself like, I'm here. I am actually here to win it. And I assume there's going to be a few losses before the real big win. I think that that might be... That might be all I have to say. Next steps for you, regardless of if I see you in the Psychic Profit Squad or not, set some metrics. If you want if you want ideas around metrics, watch that recession proof video. Start tracking your data specifically around money. If it freaks you out to even look at your bank account or to even think about doing this, that is exactly where you should start. So just the metrics, start checking your bank account every day. Notice how you feel. Notice the story that it tells you that you tell yourself when you look at that balance, what you'll, well, I'm not going to tell you what your experience is going to be or how it will make you feel. But I, I, what I will say is 30 days of looking at your bank account every day, you're going to feel very differently on day 30 than you did on day one. And you're going to have a different perspective on what it is that you are telling yourself in regards to value, worth, financials, wealth, abundance, prosperity, all of it. And lastly, what I hope this shows you is how you can allow more success, more wealth into your experience. Where are you creating resistance? Where are you bottlenecking? Where is the fear keeping you from the life that you dream about? Money is a very, very, very obvious stepping stone. It is often where I start with most of my clients. And so that, what I, I'm going to wrap it up here, but I want to give people more ways of working with me. I want people to be able to resource themselves, to rescue yourself, be your own knight in shining armor. And in as much as I believe I've actually given all of this information away, I feel like if you've listened to this podcast every episode up until now, like you can go to yourself, my friend, you've got this. But some of us are just more accountable to others. Some of us will show up in a way that our energy will flow in a way when we've invested in something. And when we are saying this investment is going to pay off tenfold, I have an expectation of ROI for this. There's going to be a ton of fun surprises. I already have a ton of different like things I want to do with this group, but, but I also want it to be something very consistent and very simple. 12 times a year towards the end of the month, we're going to get together. We're going to have a fun party. It's going to be fucking awesome. You can use that as excuse to work, or you can use that as just an excuse to, to sit around with a bunch of people who are making their dreams come true. Ooh. That's it. That's where I'm at. That's where we're landing. I've literally been talking, I think for like eight hours straight today. Uh, I love it. I'm not complaining, but it is definitely time for me to sign off. So I love you. Thank you so much for being here. 